0: Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. Blessings in Christ is also the Church of Christ. Preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Our lesson today is by Joey Fox from the Southside Congregation of the Church of Christ in Beattyville, Kentucky. He's bringing us a wonderful lesson on we are family. And of course, if we are uh, a faithful Member of the Lord's church, the church of Christ, then we are God's family. In 1 Peter 1 22, seeing ye have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently. Our family in the church, our brothers and sisters in Christ, are actually a gift to us. We are so blessed to know and to be family and to be dearly loved by those who share the same faith in Jesus Christ. God's Word invites us to always be thankful for their presence in our life. They love us, encourage us, and are always there to help us and to bring us closer to God. Did you know our Christian family, the church, uh, can encourage us each and every day of our life. They are a treasure. They are our our gift because they encourage us and more importantly they bring us closer to the Lord every single day of our life the Lord uses our Christian family to make genuine investments in our lives they encourage us to keep the faith and to become more Christ like they give us wise counsel they encourage us to grow and develop our faith to maturity the Holy Spirit gives each of us special talents and abilities that we are used to encourage one another and to glorify Jesus Christ. In John 13, 35, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. Once again, our lessons by Joey Fox from the Southside Congregation of the Church of Christ in Beattyville, Kentucky. We hope that you like the lesson and please like us on Facebook. We are the Prophet and in
1: the world. Hear
0: my name Your water,
1: my new pride, sinless the grace that will and pattern for me. family we are thoughtful we have fun we show gratitude we make mistakes we say grace and i'm sorry we share and give we seize the moment we work hard we laugh and cry together we are blessed now I'm not sure, but I think I may have missed one in my lesson. So we'll talk about most of these, if not all, but I think I may have missed one. Uh, But we'll get to that too. So the first thing we're going to look at this morning is we are a family. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 26 through 29, it says, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you... As have been baptized in Christ, have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. For if you be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. We're heirs according to the promise that He gives. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 16 through 18, it says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings, of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. You know, we're looking for that family up in heaven in the after a while. But we are family here. You know, we got family members from a distance out in the county and then we got people from a little distance away that we don't get to see that often. But they're just as much family as anybody else because they're a part of God's family. In Romans chapter 12 and verse 9 and 10, it says, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor preferring one another. We need to prefer one another. That's that's part of being a family. We need to prefer being around one another. And you know what? After a while, if we make it to heaven, we better have wanted to prefer one another. I I know these people that I work around, you know, I'm not sure that I'd prefer to be around them very often. Their attitude is. But you know what? I don't have to be around them all the time. But the ones that I love and my family, I'm around as much as I can be. That's the way we should be. We are a family. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2 through 6, it says, With all lowliness and meekness, with long suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as you're called and one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all, and in you all. We're one. There is none one. You know, there's a lot gathered today that are worshiping, they're, they're gathered together, saying that they're worshiping God in spirit and in truth they may have the spirit but they sure don't have the truth but we are one and we are to have the unity that he would have he said to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace and peace that he would have us to have in first Corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 it says now i beseech you brethren by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. We're supposed to be together. Joined. Having the same mind. And he says, perfectly joined together. That means we'll rightly divide the word of truth and speak the same things and have the same mind and the same judgment on these things that's how a family should be that's how he wants us to be and then in john chapter 15 and verse 12 through 15 it says this is my commandment that you love one another as i have loved you greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth I call you not servants, for servants know of God what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends, for all things that I have heard of my father I have made known unto you. He made it all known to us. It's right here in the and Henry. All of these things that He wants us to do are written down for our learning. That's how we need to be as a family. Well, our second thing was we are thoughtful. If you look in Luke chapter 6 and verse 27 through 36, it says, But I say unto you which hear, love your enemies. Do good to them which hate you, Bless them that curse you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. And unto him that smiteth thee on the one cheek, offer also the other. And him that taketh away thy cloak, forbid not to take thy coat also. Give to every man that asketh of thee. And of him that taketh away thy goods, ask them not again. And as you would that men should do to you do ye also to them likewise. For if ye love them which love you, what thing have ye? For sinners also love those that love them. And if ye do good to them which do good to you, what thing have ye? For sinners even also do even the same. And if ye lean to them that of whom ye hope to receive, What thank have ye? For sinners also lend to sinners, to receive as much again. But love ye your enemies, and do good, and lend, hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great, and ye shall be the children of the highest. For he is kind unto the unthankful and the evil. Be ye therefore merciful as your Father is merciful. Now, you think about that. He says, what thank you? He says, even the evil people know how to, to lend and want something back. But we're to be the kind of people that we offer up things. If somebody takes it and they need it, okay, they needed it. He says, here asking nothing in return are we thoughtful in that manner you know being out yesterday there's so many people i was in the shoe store and it's just somebody you're trying to look at something and somebody coming by in front of you and back and forth and it's like some of them would say excuse me i'm sorry I, i need to do this then others are just right through and back and forth. No, no thought. No thoughtfulness. Any. Oh, excuse me, I need to do this. No. No thought. He says in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 9, it says, use hospitality one to another without grudging. We need to be hospitable with one another. Now they say that I'm not very hospitable. You know, I'm kind of Backward, I don't like to talk to people very much. Uh, You'd think that I wouldn't be a preacher. I don't like to talk very much, and people call me on the phone. I get calls all the time. Used to, I don't as much anymore at work, but I used to get calls all the time. You can see who's calling. I don't want to answer that, but I have to. And then your mother calls and sometimes you'll skip off on, on answering her phone call or your dad or somebody call, and then you'll call them back. Really, you should answer right then. But I'm not one that I like to talk much. I'd rather text and tell them I'm okay and those kind of things. But we really need to be thoughtful and think about how, how we are. Are we thoughtful? In Proverbs chapter 10, verse 23, it says, It is as sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom." Now, I thought about that. We need to have understanding. You know, understanding what the book says is one part of it, but understanding the world that we live in and the people that we're around. There's so much nastiness in the world today, the way that people are. We need to have an understanding of what God would have us to be and how we should treat one another. In Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 17, it says, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. We need to have an understanding of what the will of the Lord is. And not worry about what others have to think of us, but being thoughtful. Are we thoughtful? Well, then we talked about it in, in that sign. It says we're to have we have fun. Now, there's a lot of people in this world that thinks that we don't have no fun. We're members of the church. We don't have no fun. Well, I'm here to tell you, I've had fun all my life and i've been a member of the church for quite a while and i don't reckon to this day that i missed out on much that i wanted to do and the lord didn't keep me from it he kept me from the thing when, well let me back up if i listened to him like i'm supposed to he would have kept me some from some of the things that i had no need of doing right that's what the world calls fun you know there was a feller at my work he was going to go to the river boats and gamble and the world thinks that's fun and getting drunk they think that that's having fun well friends if I have to dull myself to the world what fun, is it? what fun is it so let's talk about what the Bible says is fun it says, in 1 Peter chapter 3, and verse 10 and 11, it says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil, and his lips that they speak no God. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. That's what's fun. If we eschew evil, get away from it. Get away from it. In Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 5 and 6, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have, ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee, so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Now, I get tickled every time I read this, this scripture because it reminds me of Brother Luther. Brother Luther said, used to say, eat what's said before you and ask no questions. And I think of him when I read that, be content with such things as you have. We know I have a lot. I remember a time that was really fun, just up here up on the hill with old bowls, butter bowls. And a little bit of dirt and a little bit of water. It was a whole lot of fun. I didn't have to have a game and console or something like that. We made fun. We had fun. You can be a Christian and still have fun. In Matthew chapter 6 in verse 31 through 34 it says, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we eat be clothed. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your Heavenly Father knoweth what ye have need of, knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Careful and being putting God first. Are we putting Him first? And then all the fun that we want to have will come. It will come in its time. And then in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 9, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything with things by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, and whatsoever things are just, and whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, and whatsoever things are of good report, If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. And the God of peace shall be with you. Now he says, what are we to do? Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are of good report. You look in the world today, all the things that's out there. It's everything that's evil. Just evil continually. We need to be thinking on the good things and having fun with those things. And he says, what? He will take care of us. The God of peace shall be with you. Don't that bring a peace upon you when we know that he's with us? I would think that it should. It does. If we'll live. In Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 22 and 23, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, longsuffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. There's not a law that bind those things, friends. The long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, they're good. And we can have fun. We can have fun. Well then, do we show gratitude? In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 14 through 17, it says, Above and above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, and the Father by him. Do we give him thanks? Are we grateful for the things that we have and that he is there for us? In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 12 and 13 it says, Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, for one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Do we think about that? You know, we victory and we fight from time to time, but do we think about having mercy on those? And the gratitude that we should have that we have one another. You know, uh, me and sis used to fight from time to time, but I'm grateful to have a sister. Grateful to have a sister. In Titus chapter 3 and verse 1 through 3, it says Put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good word, to speak evil of no man, to be no robbers, but gentle, showing all meanness unto all men. For ye, we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving divers lusts, and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. We were sometimes like that. We were sometimes in sin. Are we grateful that we've come out of that? Are we grateful that we come out of it? And then in Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 19 through 21, it says, Again, speaking to yourselves in songs and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. That's it. We better have a fear of God. And be grateful that he came here on this earth and died on the cross for us, like we talked about in our Bible study this morning. And then Second 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, And to Godliness, brotherly kindness, and brotherly kindness, too. we have to have that love and be grateful that we are able to be as he would have us to be. Well, then we make mistakes. We do. It says in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then in Romans chapter 6 and verse 20 through 23 it says, For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? Are we ashamed? Think about that. We, we quote these verses from time to time. We just quote verse 23 out of chapter uh, 6 most of the time. Think about what he's saying here. He says, What fruit have ye been in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? Are we ashamed of where we've been? The sin that we've been in? The mistakes that we made? We should be. If we know to do good and do it not, it's sin. For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruits unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He says the wages of sin is death. Yeah, we're cut off. Most people don't don't notice that, but once we've sinned, we're cut off. You know, in the Old Testament, they had to make sacrifices, and their sins was on their own back. And when they sinned, most of the time they were punished right then and right there. Well, it's no different now as it was then. It's just it's a spiritual punishment. We're cut off from our Lord and Savior. We're cut off from Him. And you know that's a fearful thing to be cut off from Him. Because there may come a time that we need Him and need Him badly. And we're not able to reach unto Him. And Think about that. And then in James chapter two, our James chapter three and verse two, it says, For in many things we offend all. But if any man offend not in word the same as a perfect man and able to able also to bridle the whole body, I'm not accomplished that yet. I promise you I have accomplished.